Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that likes to skip class on occasion. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined, as always, by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here. You can kind of tell how often he skipped class. Uh, of course, because of how cool I am. I'm too cool for school. <laughs> no, but the American education system failed me. So What? <laughs> we just I, said, I don't know anything about American history. It's kind of sad. Did, wh- that makes it not re- at all relevant to skipping Well, class. maybe that's because you skipped class, Daniel. I don't know if that's your teacher's fault. Mm, I don't know. I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I never actually skipped class until college. Well, I hope you didn't. You can get in big trouble for that. I was so much cooler in college. (laughs) Well, speaking of college, Janelle's here, too. And I think, honestly, she probably did start skipping class by the time she was finishing up her degree. Uh, It's not that I skipped class physically. Speaking. It's that you just didn't go anymore. I got you. It's that I slept in class. So oh, I wasn't mentally there. Mm, the sneaky, sneaky skipping class. Well, when you're so exhausted after a certain point, anytime you just stop moving, your body's like, okay, nap time. And you're like, no, no, not nap time. Your body's like, <laughs> no, no, you stop moving. So that means we can sleep now, right? You're like, no. And it's like, you thought, and you, and you just don't win. So. I know how you, I know how you feel, Janelle. <laughs> Pharmacy school sounds rough. I know I stayed up till midnight once. Oh man, uh, that was pretty bad. So I know exactly how you feel. That's yeah, rough. Yep, it it's probably was... harder than than pharmacy most. Oh, of them, absolutely. If you had to stay up all, all the way to midnight one whole time, oh man, crazy. Ugh. Can't can't imagine. That is a joke. I have sleeping problems, and I'm I'm usually way up past midnight, so I definitely know how you feel, Janelle. But it's not because of school. <laughs> oh, no, it's uh every my sleeping schedule hasn't been good for a very very long time. So school just didn't help with that. So it's all good. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving on. Nate's not here. Because he's not skipping his class. Uh, oh! Don't worry, audience. He is totally fine. Just he had scheduling stuff. So this is going to be one of the rare occasions where we're missing a cast member. So. Hi, actually, I'm Nate. I'm here. Um, um did something about Japanese and computers. <laughs> and he's apparently also Mickey Mouse oh. now. <laughs> Nate is known for his love of Disney. He's going to find out how much he likes Disney when he eventually listens to this episode. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nate's gone, but Joel's here, though, and he never needed to go to class anyway, so it was never a problem for him. Yeah, I didn't need to go to class, but, you know, I still went, Josh, uh, mainly because it's a very relaxing place to do crossword puzzles. (laughs) That's right. You, uh... You did do your crossword puzzle. Mm. And I helped a few times. I remember that. Yeah. I was, I was pretty good at it, too. Sure. <laughs> That's a really weird way to pronounce Fire Emblem Heroes. <laughs> well, that, I, I did that, too. But don't worry about it. No, all, all, we all did that. <laughs> that we did. Yeah. Unfortunately, you guys did need to pay attention in class. So, uh, <sighs> Well, not that that helped me much. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> 
Well, finally, we have AJ, who can't skip classes ever again now. No, that's that's true, Josh. I I finally did it. I'm I'm graduating in like a couple days. I've done it. I, nice, I nice. don't ever have to worry about never skipping a class ever again because I just won't be able to. Now you can actually call yourself an engineer. Oh my god! Um, yeah. Even here, it's even okay. Here, I'm not an engineer, so it doesn't matter. It's fine. But I was. I am. You are. Yeah, AJ, you are an engineer because now you have the student loans to prove it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Also, the anger that is doing any sort of engineering degree. <laughs> no, that's they true. All, that's true. They, all of you, you have a deep-seated hatred for certain just facets of the world now, and that's I blame engineering, so it's fine. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. I love everything. That is a no, lie. I'm thinking about school now, like ever since we uh, started this intro, and it's so weird to me with Nate graduating soon, AJ recently graduating, and then Janelle, you graduated a few years back. It's just so crazy to think that me, Daniel, and Joel have all been out of school for as long as we were in school at this point, college specifically. Wow. No, Josh, I've been out of school for as long as I was ever in school. <laughs> they, <laughs> oh, you're, they, you're, they, they put me in what, what they call 18th grade, which is um, one through eight all at once. And uh, no, that isn't true. That isn't true. So see, at first I thought it was going to be some kind of funny dig, but then I'm like, no, that actually makes it sound like I'm really smart. The bit, the bit just fell apart because it sounded too intelligent. Yeah, it did. And if we know one thing, intelligent is not Daniel's MO. Oh, you got that right. <laughs> it's coolness. It's it's how cool and hip I am. Yep. That's the one we're going with for sure. Yep. <laughs> My posse agrees. Oh, boy. Well, while we're sitting here remembering the bygone days of school, how's everyone been doing this week? Hopefully you guys haven't been stressing too much about stuff. Specifically you, AJ. I know you've got a lot coming up. I know what you're talking about. Life is easy, breezy. Beautiful cover girl. No, it's just easy and breezy. I, oh, okay. Cover girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's our sponsor for today, Daniel. We're trying to make it natural, all right? Oh, I'm sorry. No, Gosh. they're not. No, they're not sponsored. We got, no, we got pictures of AJ all dolled up in makeup. Yeah. We we're going to post them to the social media as part of the ad program. But now you've ruined it, Daniel. Now we lose the sponsorship. Now we can't do it for sure. I just, honestly, you can tell that AJ's just part of a sponsor. Like, he, he's wearing the makeup. He's wearing the dress. But he's you not really owning it. can't even see me, it. first of all. He's not. I can tell We're by your voice. We're literally across the country it. from each other half the time. You're not even owning it. I mean, across you sound the country, like you don't own You it. are like. I said half the time. When Nate's here, it's across the country from each other. We were talking about you. You are like less than a four-hour drive away from us. That's so far, though. It's just across it the state. Not. AJ. Okay, you know what? Just then because of that. why don't you guys visit more? Why don't you visit more? Why don't you visit us simple? more? Because I'm in school. I, we work. Want to play? Let's go. I clearly have more to do. Yeah. Clear, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> How's everyone else doing besides AJ? Because apparently he doesn't want to talk about anything good. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm great, Josh. Thank you for asking. Um, Glad to hear. God, what a, what a blessed day to, to be here and be cool 
<laughs> and definitely not intelligent. I have no idea where I was going with that. Well, you guys know what takes being cool and being intelligent, right? Dungeons and Getting Dragons? dirty. Getting dirty. Josh, I'm ready to get <laughs> dirty. Get ready to get dirty and play some D&D like the cool kids? Yeah. Some dirty and dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let's get filthy. <laughs> All righty then. Well, if you guys are ready, I'll give us a quick recap, and then we will jump into what we're doing next. So last episode, our heroes took a few weeks of downtime to relax, get some personal tasks done, and kind of heal and recharge before heading off on their next adventure. However, those plans have been changed slightly because one of our players is out of the group. So we are shuffling everything behind the scenes, and we're going to go in a slightly different path than what we had initially planned. So we will join our adventurers uh, at their home. It is a beautiful, sunny spring morning. Our adventurers are all well-rested and ready to go on their next adventure. They're all sitting down in the uh, dining area of the home, minus Jasper, who's still getting ready at the moment. And Vez is going over all the information that she had gleaned from her downtime activity, where she had hidden her true identity and snuck into the Academy library to spend weeks studying up on a little side quest that you guys have had in your back pocket for quite some time now. Okay. Now, Theo, no. Listen. Listen. You haven't eaten a single bite. You need to eat breakfast. Okay, but I'm trying to explain this to you. I just browns and bacon. Fine. She, like, shoves a piece of bacon in her mouth and is now trying to, like, (laughs) choose it as fast as possible, swallows it. Are you happy? Okay, anyways. Like I was saying... I spent, like, a month on this. I'm going to freaking publish a book, I think, at some point, because I think I am now the expert on this subject, even though people think it's Lita. But that is a side point. Um, I know where to find treasure. She looks at Gunner. (laughs) And Laszlo (laughs) peeks in from the kitchen. He said, I heard a magic word. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Treasure. So... <clears throat> so whenever you look over at Gunner, Gunner's actually got a um, he's got a hood up now. Uh, and he's actually like <laughs> yeah. just like, like he he's like leaning on like the corner of the table and like half looking at Vez and half not. And um he says, Okay, whatever. I don't care. That's cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> Aren't I supposed to be the booty teenage uh, she looks at Gunner again. Would you stop it? You need to get it together, okay? We're all messed up people. And she, like, rips his hood down. Yeah, Look at me. <laughs> and Fergus is like, yeah, Gunner, you're acting a, l- a little immature, a little bit like a, a teenager right now. G- G- Gunner gets right up in his face. What did you say to me? <laughs> but, 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 what did you say, punk? Huh? But G- G- Gunner gives him a little shove. But Huh? Oh, Wanna say it again? Hey, Gunner. Gunner, Gunner, you're being a little aggressive. I don't appreciate it. And he's starting to look You're like being you. a little aggressive. And, and Gunner, like, goes and, and uh, storms off into the other room, puts his cloak. Well, I can still hear you from over here. It's fine. 
Laszlo stares at him a little bit and says, Okay, Bez, you can, you can continue, I guess. Yes, so I think I have found where the hidden treasure of Anito Kamnish is, so. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, Is that going to go in the book? Yeah, after we've claimed it, of course. Um, oh, we're going to go get it! Yeah, yeah we're going to go get It's a lot of money. Well, I mean, a lot we already have a lot of money. I mean, it's... But this could, like, take care of running the vineyard for a while, and then we can expand into the stuff we've been talking about. Like, All that candles? Like the candles, and then oh, Gunnar I and I, candles. before he started doing whatever it is he's doing now, we're talking about, like, these boards where you put, like, cheese and meats, and then you can sip wines while you're here, kind of making an experience, and then we would shove them sort of into a shop where they could buy the candles or the wine. You know, make it like an experience. Gunnar comes back in. We are not putting the candles with my cheese, wh- okay? Wh- why not? They like candles. I like candles and cheese. We could well, do a cheese candle. <gasps> Great idea, Gunnar. Fine. I, I don't care. It's fine. G- Gunnar sits back down in his chair he was in before. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, this would allow us to do a lot of stuff. Also, like, buy some new gear and make sure that our spoiled little uh, man-child over here, she refers to Laszlo, is well taken care of. Because <laughs> he's used to having money, as he's explained to us whoa, before. Whoa, 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 Vaz. Hey. And yeah. Laszlo kind of comes up and says, I'm not a... I think you meant to point at Gunner, right? He's lived without money, though. You specifically told us that you have certain life standards you expect. Well, I, and those I, need money. I fail, I fail to see how that makes me a... What, what, what was the word you used, Vez? Or she said man-child. I did. Yes, yes. and he, he points at fear and says, that is the exact word I heard. Yes, because if you don't get your way, you then proceed to steal or whine. So... To be fair, she has a point on that last one. <laughs> we're all children, and we're all very, like I said, we're all very messed up. Everyone has their own flaws. Uh, Fergus can tell you all about mine, and he can also tell you why his nose is broken again. <laughs> so, you know, it's yeah, a good time. Yeah, it still hurts. I'm glad. I'm hoping you eventually will learn how to keep your mouth shut. We're going to send you to school, and you're going to say something. You're going to get bullied. I hope you realize that if you cannot learn to <laughs> shut your trap. Laszlo looks at Vez, and he says, Vez, you need a nap. You're right, I do. I have been up way too long staring at these stupid papers and also being harassed by maybe the real Halita or maybe the Jasper Halita. There have been three of us in the library off and on, and I never know who I'm going to run into. And it's been sort of stressful. It is, yeah. By the way, I love this. I love that we can tell Janelle had to work today before recording. (laughs) 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 Oh my god. She's very aggressive. Ready to go. So So. Laszlo looks like he chills a little bit. He's like, okay, I'll I'll let it slide because you're a little tired. But... What what exactly are you guys planning on doing then? And he, he sits down and he starts looking at Vez's notes. And he says, it looks like you know pretty much where it is. So you just need to make your way to the ruins of Twice Frozen Over. And then 
where are you going to go from there? What did my notes say? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming up or down. Probably one of the two. That name sounds fake, by the way. Up Twice or down? frozen over? Yeah. No, not what you said, Theo, but, but Be- what Bez said. Well, you just need to be more specific, because I was the last one to speak, Gunner. The, well, the town was abandoned, and it was done after Nita killed the dragon. Uh, she was given a hero's burial, and she's like pointing to her notes. Uh, you can tell she hasn't actually been sleeping very well. She, You're starting to notice uh, her. She's kind of slipping a little bit, and the bags under her eyes will sort of appear in and out on her uh, image. Because <laughs> she's trying to keep a face, but yeah. she's losing concentration. <laughs> Um, and if you look at this next note, and she like rips the next, doesn't like actually physically rip the paper, but like pulls the next paper and flings stuff. Uh, then, uh, if you see this, see this map I made? Oh, it's a good map. Yeah, thank you. This is where it says she's buried now. After they gave her the, sorry, I know I'm yelling. This is where it said she was buried Here, now. have more bacon. You need to level out your sodium. Thank. What is that? I don't know. Okay. It's the and salt. she just eats. <laughs> Well, cool. So we go down then. I was right. Wait, are we grave robbers? Are we grave robbing? Zep Laszlo uh, stops Gunner from uh, chiming in. He says, "No, we are. We are not grave robbers. Oh, okay. Um, whatsoever. No, it's it's okay, Theo. So it's just more like a ruin. Like it's just an abandoned kind of like temple thing, and she just happens to be buried like in a side room. Yes, as long as you don't steal from her tomb specifically, it's not grave robbing." Oh, okay. yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, because it's the grave. It's okay if you find graves without bodies in them, because then you can loot those. But where'd the bodies go? Anyways, we wouldn't be stealing from her. It would be from the dragon that killed a whole bunch of people. Oh, there's a dragon. We have to fight it's a dead. dragon? No, no, she killed the dragon. Oh. Yeah, Theo, f- dra- dragons have been extinct for 500 years after the Titan War, so, like, they're, they're all gone. You don't need to worry about it. Oh, that's true. But wait, that means we're robbing the dragon's grave then. Well, no, dragons aren't people, though. They're not. I mean, you... It's not buried there. That's not where she killed it. That's just where its hoard was. Oh, okay. Cool. Then, yeah, I'm set. Okay. Yeah, tell you what, Fio. If you're still confused by the time we get there, Aegon and I will take your share. How's that sound? That's probably safer because I carry too much stuff. I lose it all the time. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I lost these potions. You know, the ones that I got, I just lost them. I don't know where they went. No, those are right there in your pack. No, no, they're gone. (laughs) I checked for you earlier. Oh, you did. I made sure that they were readily available for you. Oh, you you found them, huh? Yeah. Even though I lost them somewhere, I didn't think Uh, you were. You you carelessly left them underneath the, the sink in the bathroom. Oh, As if they I? were cleaning cleaning supplies or something, but I recognized them because I was the one that bought them for you, because you oh. asked me to. Well, I technically this is true. <laughs> well, there I I'm so clumsy. I must have mixed up the cleaning bottles. Yeah, it's lucky I was there, huh? Yep. Salazzle's so looking around. He says, "Speaking of cleaning bottles, where's Jasper? Oh, here, maybe give, he took the cleaning bottles. Give me a second. I'm gonna go up and get him. Okay." No, Vez, potatoes what? too. Vez, potatoes and bacon, carbs and protein. So, okay. Uh, should I should I warn Laszlo about the prank that I pulled on? What'd you on. What'd you do? Nothing. 
<laughs> she just looks down. I just didn't want to have three halitas. I just needed two halitas, me and the real one, because the real one's a lot easier Bez, to hide what from. What did you do? And Laszlo comes walking down, and he says, "Um, who, who, who messed with Jasper?" Fez, what did you do? And he, he pulls Jasper out, and Jasper walks into the room, and his arms are both hanging limply at his side, kind of jiggling as he walks, and he looks at all of you and doesn't and opens his mouth to speak and doesn't say anything. No words come out. I think this is great. This is great news, I think. Fez, I is didn't, this what you did? No, I didn't touch him. You took his voice box? No. Well, if whoever, whatever happened to his voice also affected his arms. He can't move his he can't move his arms. Oh, I see. You did this so he couldn't cast a spell with the hands and the and the voice. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I did. I didn't do anything. Jasper turns and glares at Vez, accusingly. And <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you think guilty? You think it's accusingly, but you can't tell because he. His face doesn't <laughs> no move emotion. too much. Here, here, Jasper, can you can you still blink? Blink once for yes, you can blink. Jasper or blink blinks. twice for no. Jasper blinks for you. Okay, good, he can still blink. Okay, now, did Vez do this to you? One blink for yes. Just stares at you. Okay, two blinks for no. Three, okay. Three blinks well, if I, I don't understand what the situation is. Well, now I just don't understand what the situation is. <laughs> Yeah, I think this has gone on long enough. Look, Jasper, if you need to stay here and take some rest or something, that's fine. I think we can manage on our own. Honestly, I think you would slow us down anyway. But wait, what if he needs help? What if he's, like, dying? Here, blink once for your dying. Uh, Fergus butts in and he says, Well, I mean, you could probably still take him with you. You just won't, won't be able to talk or take part in any, like, events that occur, but you can still take him with you. Do you, do you want to do that, buddy? Uh, Jasper, you want to come with us? Go find some treasure? Jasper blinks four times. I I think that's a yes. No, it's a it's no. It's a double yes. No. No, it's no. a quadruple yes. Theo, you get to you get to carry him then. The whole time. I could do that. He's oh, very you can do, you can do You can do a 3 PO uh, thing. <laughs> a 3 PO, yes. <laughs> just tug his, le- tug his legs in and just carry him in a backpack. <laughs> he can, like, bonk me in the head if he needs something. Yeah, Jasper, you want to do that, huh? You want to 3PO it up, whatever that means? <laughs> Jasper just shrugs and starts to get a net ready. <laughs> I think that's a yes! No. He's going to get killed, Fio. What do you mean? We're just going in to grab treasure. What's so wrong with that? You said everybody's dead there. You're going to end up dropping him, and the fall damage from your back will kill him. Laszlo steps in and he says, It'll be fine, Vez. It'll be fine. And out of character, this is this is how I'm gonna still have Jasper with the party without him doing anything. So okay. I don't want to waste I don't want to waste too much more time on this. Yeah. Fine. Here, I'll put extra padding around him. I'll put extra padding around him, and and I'll make sure to go last, and everybody else catch me if I fall. <laughs> if we run into any traps, we can just kind of toss him in there and see what happens. What? Any gas? Well, no, no he's problem still... for Jasper. Oh, that's true. He doesn't smell too good. Right. Well, um, okay, I. I, I guess we should, um... Oh, I guess we should head out huh, then, huh? Yeah, let's take Jason and Bjorn with us. Who the hell are those? They're our mules, our baby boys. For, okay, Jason fine. Jason and Whatever. Bjorn. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, those are they your mules. I I don't even care anymore. I just uh, <laughs> I really want to go lie down, but I yeah, then Theo's gonna spend all the money on something stupid if I let him go on his own. All right, fine. Let's let's just get out of here. I'm already tired of being in this room. Okay. Do wait. Did you eat your bacon? Eat your bacon. Touch me and I'll cut it off. The bacon? <laughs> it's already cut. Your it's arm. right there. Don't touch me, Theo. I didn't touch you. I'm just saying, eat the bacon. Okay. Maybe you need a nap. So our- maybe I do, Theo. <laughs> and Gunner storms outside. <laughs> our heroes spend a little bit longer finishing up their preparations for their adventure, and then. All packed up and ready to haul home anything they find with their mules and all the bags that they've draped over them. They set out on their next little adventure. So now their journey is going to take them about... What did, I, did I say last episode what it was? A day's travel, half a day's travel? I just want to make I, sure I'm consistent. I don't remember. About a day's travel up the trail a uh, little ways to the... Uh, northernmost tip of the valley. Um, and then from there, they'll be able to do any investigating that they want to do. So they set out. It's still a beautiful day. But as they kind of like skirt around the edge of the capital city, they're just kind of making their way through the other vineyards. And then the vineyards make way for uh, wheat fields and uh, other farming properties. And you ride past and you see a group of people watching you kind of from a distance. They look like they're on their way back from the city and they're just kind of uh, crossing close to you. And as you get closer, you can see they are all elves and they all just stare at you as you walk by. And the closest you get is about 50, 60 feet away from them. There's like a small garden or a small like plot of land that's being used to grow crops uh, separating you two. But they do not look happy. They've all got very unfriendly looks on their faces. But they don't move to engage you or anything. Well, that's creepy. Yeah, I was going to say, they, they, they better not say anything to Gunner. <laughs> He's in a mood. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're also protected by their profits, so oh, that would probably be a, not a good that. thing to, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think Theo's just trying to try not to make as much eye contact as possible, but still, like, you know, keep an eye on them in case they actually did anything. Oh, man. But but just kind of keep to himself and just kind of keep moving forward. Aegon waves to them. <laughs> oh, God oh, damn hi, it. Hi there. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> they their faces get even angrier as you do that. And one of them actually starts to step forward, another one holds out his hand and holds him back. <laughs> this is what Gunner does. Oh this no. Is, this, this, this is this is the real catalyst. As soon as he pulls him back, Gunner says, Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh no. Keep going. God damn it. <laughs> I think Theo would like smack him in the back of the head real Not really hard, just like a tap on the head. It's like, hey, knock, knock it off. Come on. Do that again and you lose a finger. <laughs> Touch me. Man. My gosh, Gunner is really upset today. Seriously. Somebody needs to nap. So our crew continues on their journey for a few hours. You get past the capital. You kind of skirt along the edge of the lake for a while. The sun's uh, glistening across the 
vast body of water. Barely see the other side. And eventually, you get to a uh, more forested area. There are beautiful birch trees, uh, some oaks, etc. Not too tightly packed together. It's nowhere near as bad as the forests you guys have trekked through before. This is more like a loose collection of groves than an actual expansive forest. And as the crew rounds a curve in the trail and makes their way around a hill, they start to get into an area of the valley that doesn't feel like it's super populated. Because for most of your journey, you've been able to hear a lot of sounds like, you know, like, you know, barking dogs from smaller settlements or even seeing the occasional farmer or traveler on the road. But it's starting to get a little less populated over here. And as you round a bend, I'm going to have to have you all give me a perception check. Oh, boy. Ah. That's a flat 10. That's exactly what I got, too. Cool. Say, Vez may be paranoid, but she is somehow, like, the paranoia from being awake for so long. Like, she's so used to looking for Jasper and Halita that she's just on it with her perception, because that's a 22. Oh, my God. <laughs> guys, nice. Guys. One. I did it. I got a natural 20, baby! <laughs> so my orange dice is my favorite dice ever. That's a 23 total. Ah. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, and 2-0 needs to give me a perception check as well. Cool. It, is it smell-o-vision? Can I get advantage um, it on can be, it can be. It can be smell, yeah. Yeah, let's do smell-o-vision with 2-0. It's pretty good. That's not so good. So he got a uh, 17 total. Okay, cool. So as the crew rounds a bend, 2-0 suddenly stops and perks his ears mm-hmm. uh, up, mm-hmm. and he turns and starts to bark and growl. And everyone is uh, turning to look with only Theo and Vez turning in time to not be caught off guard as a group of three elven warriors step out from where they had been hiding in a small cluster of trees with their great axes in hand. And they charge forward. What? So you guys have to roll for initiative, because they do not look friendly. They're not just lumberjacks, just having a time? Not when they run at us with axes, no. I'm going to say probably not. Oh, man. Man, I'm doing bad today on my rolls. Uh Uh-oh. I'm doing okay. Well, actually, Gunner gets a good bonus, so that helps. Oh, shit. I don't roll for two. Okay, I forgot. Sorry. All right, so Gunner is the first in the initiative, but since he was surprised, he doesn't get to act in this first round of combat, so he does not see the this trio of elves charging forward. So we'll move on to Theo. Theo, you get a good look at them right off the bat. They're all dressed in furs and hide armor, and they're wearing battle helms that are... Uh, specifically fitted so that they can slip it over their head without interfering with their pronged antlers sprouting from their head. And they just look nasty. So what's Fia gonna do? Uh, I mean, look at these guys. I mean, is there any hesitation in them or is it they're just full-blown, just running for blood? 
Um, they are charging forward with their axes in hand. They're not doing any battle cries or anything, so they're trying to stay hidden. Um, but you can't really tell anything other than that. They do not look like they are coming to pet your dog, if that's your question. <laughs> no, I know that. I, know. Uh, I think... I, I think just seeing how things are going to go and... Just knowing that half his pride just probably hasn't seen it because, you know, he goes out with 2-0 and that's why they're in the front because they've got better perception half the time. I think he's just not going to chance it and he's just going to run towards them as well and try to meet them before they meet the rest of the party. So he's going to try to meet them halfway, especially with his improved speed. Cool. So I think he'll get basically about 10 feet from them and he's going to then use his bonus action to go into a rage and try to uh, stave these guys off. Okay, so he's going <clears> to <throat> run forward, dodge around some big rocks on the ground, and just set up this aura of fire. And that's a five-foot aura, right? Or is it ten? I thought it was ten. Let me double-check. Storm aura. There we go. Do-do-do-do-do. Where'd it go? Ten feet from me. So a ten-foot radius. So Okay. Not to be devil's advocate, but since Jasper's on his back, that doesn't hurt him, does it? Oh no! I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna we consider the cart, since right? he's being carried, like you know, Theo's equipment doesn't burst into flame. I I'm gonna assume that Jasper is like part of his equipment at this point. Okay, <laughs> I totally so, yeah, forgot he's, about that. He's, Thank you. He's fine. But you know what, Janelle? That could have gone really bad just from asking that question. So why don't you take an inspiration point? Yeah. Yay! Good job, Janelle. <laughs> And All right. uh, I don't think he's close enough for him to actually hit it, but he's just trying to like show force and give it a stop moving and, and not go after the rest of his group. Okay. And then uh, for his action, he's going to hold his action to swing at the first person that gets within range. Okay. So. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry. 2 is also just going to hang back with the rest of the group in case there's more <laughs> so he can help protect. Okay. So the two warriors closest to Theo are both going to charge in straight towards him, basically ignoring the fire, and they're both going to engage him in close combat. So then, the first warrior... Uh, well, technically, Fia would get to attack first, since he held his action. That is correct, alright. So, since you're holding your action, you get to use that now, so you can swing at one of the elves. Awesome. Uh, I think he'll go after the one to his right. Now, AJ, did you hold a single attack, or did you hold the attack action? Because technically, you can hold the attack action and attack twice. Oh, see, I thought it was just you could only ever do a single attack. I didn't realize you could do the attack action. So I was under the impression that your extra attack was whenever you take the attack action on your turn. Is this I don't think specific? it says that. I thought it did, unless that was mm-hmm. eroded away. Oh, no, it does say whenever you take the attack action on your turn. I copied that over. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Let me Google something. So I know this I has been a, this right has been too. something we've debated before, but like, I'm almost 100% certain that it's on your turn, or at least it was stated as that specifically. That's what I was under the assumption with. But I mean, I'll take two attacks if I can't. Don't get me wrong. But I, I agree, I was under the same assumption. Hang on, hang on. Because I used to think that, and then I remember reading something that made that wrong. Because it, it'll just be in like the class features segment of the player's handbook. It'll say like your extra attack. Yeah, sorry. Even on D&D Beyond, which is the most up-to-date, it says when you take the attack action on your turn. Uh, well, 
Let's see. Jeremy Crawford tweeted out, The ready action lets you ready any action you can take, including attack. But Oh, okay. But extra attack is on your turn. Ah, I see. That's okay. funny. For some reason, I thought that got eroded out, but I... Because I, I, I initially, I, my impression was you could only take one attack, not on your turn. And then I swear I read something that said that wasn't true. Okay, so yeah, I'll just uh, I'll do my one attack to the uh, enemy on his right. Yeah, so... Uh, well, shoot, actually, this brings up a good question. I don't think I can reckless attack with this, right? Because it's not on my turn. Yeah, Correct. you can okay. only make your normal attack. Okay, cool. So I'll just do the normal attack then. That is a 18 to hit. An 18 will hit. Oh, awesome. They do not have a whole lot in the way of armor. Makes sense, makes sense. And of course, he's using his trusty axe uh, that he's made himself. Oh, it's a 12 on the die, baby! <laughs> so that's, uh, that's 17 damage. Whew! All right, so Theo's swinging his, swinging his axe and almost gets a good hit off on this guy. He looks like he hurts himself trying to evade your blade, but then he goes forward and he swings and he is going to use his reckless attack ability. Oh no! So he has advantage when he swings at Theo. Well, that that's a 10. That misses! So that'll miss. <laughs> and then his buddy is going to take a swing at you, again, recklessly. Which means you'll have advantage to attack these guys um, on your turn. And he is going to get a 24 to hit. Yeah, it's probably going to hit. Um, nowhere near as good as your damage. That's only going to be eight slashing damage to you. It gets halved down because you're raging. And then their third ally, who is hanging back, is going to skirt around where that battle is taking place. And he's going to kind of run to get a little bit closer to the rest of the group. And then he's going to drop his axe onto the ground so he doesn't have to use any, like, actions to stow it. And he's going to draw a dagger, and he is going to... You're going to hear him grunt in pain as he slides it across the palm of his left hand. And you can see, through all the blood that's now streaming from his hand, he is holding a stone of some kind. And he is going to take some damage from that. So he's going to take three slashing damage. And then this is this is all flavor, so he's not, like, wasting an action by doing that. And then holding back his left hand, he's going to throw the stone forward. And it is going to hit the ground about five, ten feet away from him. And immediately roots begin to grow from the ground and nearby bushes begin to, like, lift up as the, like rock and the earth begin to move forward and it's all conglomerating into this bundle of something. What, what is happening? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a mark on the map. Oh, jeez. And so then this feature is becoming uh, an obstacle. It's a 10-foot diameter uh, circle that's just, like, roiling in front, in front of the elf. Hmm. So we're gonna go on to Vez's turn. Wait, so, so was, did he cast a spell? No, he used... It looks like he used some sort of item. Hmm, okay. Okay, so he's just so made Vez, it harder what? to get to his buddies, right? Essentially. Maybe. Potentially. <laughs> okay, so question, Josh. Um, yes. 
if people are lined up essentially diagonally, that's not a straight line, right? Yeah, it is. But this guy, they're not all lined up perfectly, though. Dang. Oh, well. So Vez is going to run around Aegon, trying to make sure that she stays uh, more in front of him, distracting, tells uh, 2-0 to stay put, and then she's going to line herself up, trying to think of where she would line herself up. Basically, I want to use the lightning axe, but I'm trying to figure out how to hit the most people while doing so. Okay, well, since we're using a grid... If you wanted to hit multiple people, you'd only be able to hit the two guys near Theo. There's no way you'd be able to get all three. You'd you'd have to move into a spot that was a direct diagonal line away from them, and then you would miss the guy standing immediately next to you. So she is going to run almost straight down from where she was and over uh, to the left. So she's keeping distance from the third angry elf that threw down the weird thing and is in a straight line essentially with the two elves that are fighting against Fio. And she has a new toy that she wants to try out. That is her Stormwind throwing axe. Okay. So she's going to pull this uh, axe out and let it, let it launch. And when she releases it from her hand, she'll say, strike an elven and see what happens. Alright, so she throws the axe and it starts spinning through the air, gets about 10 feet away from her, and begins to attract electricity, like arcs begin to shoot up from the ground towards the axe. And then about 15 feet away from her, it just turns into a lightning bolt and lashes out at the two elves. That's so cool! Okay, so... That is an that is an 18 on the die. Well, first you do the lightning. Oh, first. Oh, light. the lightning auto hits. Well, yes, I know. You have to read. You have to read off the description of what it does. Like, okay, so power word. So it's a the storm wind throwing axe. You use power word strike with this elven hand axe. When you hurl it, after you speak its command word, it transforms into a bolt of lightning, which forms a five-foot-wide line that extends out from you to your target within 120 feet. Each creature in that line, excluding you and the target, much, must make a DC 13 dex save. Um, if they fail, they take 46 lightning damage and half on a save. That's incredible. And then right before it would hit the target, it turns back into a hand axe and you make a normal ranged weapon attack. So she'll be aiming at the front guy that's closest to her and then trying to, I guess, essentially electrocute the crap out of the second guy that is behind him. Yep, and I will not be giving him the bonus of partial cover uh, because it does say it turns back into an axe after it like hits them with a lightning. <laughs> so they'll both make their dexterity saving throws. Those are both really bad. That is a nine and a two. Well, that's not the 13 that was needed. So I'm finding all of my D6s. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was such a such a good roll, Janelle. Do my la- wow. Oh my god. How many how many did you roll again? Four. Uh-oh. Wanna know what how, how many points that was? 
At least like 16, four. right? At least four, right? Six. Three ones and a three. Oh, oh no. So that no, is, okay. is that for both of them then? Yeah, they each take that much. Oh, well, that's that good was, at least. I mean, I was like, you rub your feet too hard on the carpet and touch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this lightning bolt blasts across them. I think Vez, in the heat of the moment, mispronounced the words. The lightning bolt wasn't as powerful as it could have been. <laughs> Didn't channel the proper energy. But it turns back into the throwing axe. So why don't you take care of that roll? Okay. So that will be... And I'm pretty sure th- throwing axes are strength-based. Well, it's also... For me, I can do it differently. Okay. Um, so it would be a 14 to hit. That'll hit. Yay. It would not have hit it if I had given him that cover, that plus two <laughs> from being behind his ally. But Well, he's not behind his ally. It's this one. No, it's the one at the end of the arc is the one that gets hit. Oh. I mean, it, it, he, like I said, he doesn't get the cover because it turns back into a hatchet. So. Gotcha. Well, oh, that's no. four damage. I'm going to put all of my dice in dice jail, I think. <laughs> so. So, yeah, like clips across his furs and his hide armor, and he turns, and uh, Theo <laughs> can see mild an- annoyance in his eyes behind his helm. If he glances over and looks at Bez, she looks somehow even more annoyed, even though she has not taken any damage yet. <laughs> All right, so now we're on to Aegon. Uh, I'm surprised, right? Yes, so you cannot do anything. So Aegon turns and he's surprised. Oh, (laughs) frozen in place. (laughs) All right, so now we're back at the top of the initiative. Gunner, it is your turn. Okay, so what Gunner's gonna do. He's not sure what that mass of stuff is. So he had an idea for what he wanted to do, but then he's like, no, I better wait and see what that's going to be. Um, So instead, he is going to charge forward. He is going to help his friend, Theo. So, yeah. Oh, and he's going to take a bonus action to shift. Okay. He should be able to make it all the way over there. Okay, so he just charges across the field and ends up next to his buddy. Yeah, so he he charges up. Is he still all edgy with his cloak up and everything? He is. You don't see his face the whole time. What's crazy is that Gunner starts moving forward before his shift takes place, which means this was actually a conscious decision on his part. Whoa. Brave boy. Yeah, without saying a word, Gunner is going to... Um, now, since he did, his opponent did reckless attack, I believe that means Gunner gets advantage on these, right? Yes, because it's all melee attack rolls. Yep. Well, no, it's all, so, so, no, it's all attack rolls. So, Janelle, technically you had advantage on your uh, axe throw. So do you want to just retroactively yeah. really Aww. quick roll another That's... d20, see if you crit? I did not. Okay. I did not. Just wanted to give you <laughs> the chance. Got a two on the dice. <laughs> Dang. All right, so back to back to Gunner. Back to Gunner. First attack. Uh, okay, that's not too bad. That's a 17. That will hit. Okay. So that is going to be nine piercing damage. Stab right. him in the ankle. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good ankle stab. 
Um, and Gunnar's extra attack now, so he's gonna go for it again. Okay, and then that's going to be a 21 to hit. Oh, that will definitely hit. Uh, okay, so Gunnar's gonna put a little stank on this one, and he is going to use one of his Bardic Inspirations to use a defensive flourish. So do a little extra damage, and then my AC is gonna go up until the start of my next turn. Okay, so then, so all in all, that's going to be 13 piercing damage, and Gunnar's AC is going to increase by three Holy until crap. the start of his next turn. So Nice, so he gets some stabs in, and then he whirls away in a defensive gesture. Exactly. And those are all the things I can do. All my actions, all my movement. Alrighty, so Theo, your friend has just run up next to you to help you in this fight. So what's Theo going to do? Uh, he's going to nod to Gunner to just, you know, say great job, basically, without saying it. And he's going to peel away uh, from one of the attackers taking the, you know, just taking attack of opportunity uh, from him because he wants to move farther down so he doesn't hit anybody with what he's about to do. So, so Josh, did you want to do the attack rotation before I go? Yes. So as you run away, the... Str- strategic movement. <laughs> strategic movement. Away. The uh, elven warrior near Gunner is going to swing at you. He cannot attack recklessly because it's not his turn, as we established. Well, doesn't it carry throughout your turn, though? No. Oh, it doesn't. During well, that yeah. turn, not during the round. It does carry throughout your uh, turn, but yeah, not the Yeah. But, yeah, I meant round. I meant round. Yeah. Okay, so that is going to be a 21 to hit you. Yeah, that'll hit. All right. Minimum damage. Man, these guys are doing shit today. That's going to be four <laughs> damage to you, which goes down to two because you're raging. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I can handle that. I can handle that. And Fio will then uh, move farthest down, try and get as close as he can to uh, the the other. Well, actually, hold on. Does that work? Hold on. Give me a second. No, that doesn't work. Hold on. Yeah, so basically all he's doing is is going to the other side of the second enemy that is surrounding Theo. So that way when he does his next bonus action to activate his storm aura, he's not getting Gunner in the same blast. So he's, okay. he's trying to use his learned tactics and moving away. <laughs> I'm sure your so allies will appreciate that. <laughs> right? And also, I mean, there's like this weird like bush thing behind him, and that's going to take some fire damage, maybe. So maybe that'll help. And uh, so then he'll do his bonus action to do his Storm Aura, which has gone up to three damage now. What is oh, level man. five? Or is level six? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, baby. Three three auto damage. All right, so it's getting hot in here, and the two <laughs> elves both take three fire damage. They kind of stumble back and try to shield their faces. Cool. And then uh, is going to recklessly attack as well and swing twice at the enemy that hasn't been attacked yet. Good job. Pretty good. Not so good. That's a 21 to hit. That will attack. hit. That is another uh, 10 damage slashing. I'll swing with a second go. Oh, that's really good. That's a uh, 24 to hit. <laughs> that will also hit. Awesome. Uh, it's not as good. That's only nine damage. Slashing. Still, not a, not a bad assault. Just 
He runs forward, explodes, and then two well-placed swings sends the elf reeling backward. That's right. Oh, man. And then and then uh, Tuo is going to run closer to Aegon, uh, kind of to his side, mostly watching the weird bush thing and just waiting for the next command because he's trying to protect whoever left over since Vez so said to stay. So he's preparing an action? Yes, he'll be preparing an action to attack uh, anything that gets within his reach. Okay. So now the elves are going to go. The one standing nearest to Gunner is going to move five feet just so he's outside of the burning aura that Theo's put up, but he's going to stay within Gunner's reach. And he is going to attack recklessly with an elven battle cry. That is going to be an 18 to hit. Normally that would, but Gunner's uh, defensive maneuver actually blocks it. Woo! So yeah. just one shy. Yeah, so Gunner takes advantage of his sloppy attack and just uses the guy's <laughs> momentum to send him sprawling forward out of harm's way. And the one nearest Fio is also going to pivot around Fio. It's going to move like 10 feet in a semicircle around him to get away from Gunner. And then he is also going to attack Fio recklessly. That's going to be another 18. Yeah, that'll hit. There we go. And that is going to be 10 slashing damage. Going half down to five. Okay. And then the one near Vez is going to drop his dagger, pick up his great axe, and charge forward and make a reckless attack against her. Oh, jeez. That's going to be a 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. All right, and that is going to be 11 slashing damage to Vez. Um. No, Vez. <laughs> I mean, she's kind of used to it at this point, so. <laughs> and then. good, though. No. So immediately after the elves turn, the big roiling mound of dirt, roots, and fresh plant life is going to stand up. What? And it's going to take a towering humanoid form. Oh, I hate that. About 12 feet tall. It almost looks like a lazy construction of a human shape oh. just made out of like dirt rocks and like roots and bushes and <laughs> everything else and you can see this small blood covered stone kind of get sucked into the middle of its chest as everything as all the branches close around it and it seems to be some sort of elemental and does it, it uh oh i'm sorry Josh, go ahead. is it what well, I was going to ask, did it take, does it start with damage taken from it my aura It does not, blast? because technically it had not been summoned yet. Oh, man, that's crazy. Lucky. He's so lucky he didn't take my <laughs> oh, three <man>. damage. Yeah. <laughs> and so the <laughs> big, done for. big lumbering elemental is going to charge towards Aegon. Oh, boy. So Theo gets to make an attack against it. Well, Tuo. Tuo this time. Sorry. So Tuo gets to make an attack against it. And he'll attack it with his sword. <laughs> I love that bork, he has a sword. Bork, bork, here's my sword. <laughs> I I mean, is that the worst ever? It's a, I mean, it's a 14. It's pretty good, right? 14 will not be enough. No! Can't no. bite through those roots and dirt. I just can't hack it, huh? And so this 
lumbering forest elemental is going to make two slam attacks against Aegon. <laughs> <Ruh-roh. laughs> oh no. So the first one is going to be a 22. That'll hit me. Oh, well, real quick. Sorry, I was trying to trying to say for Tuo's reaction, he has defended. That is his reaction. And he attacked. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because I held yep. it. Because I held his action. I forgot. Damn it. Yeah, good try. I'm sorry. So that's going to be 13 bludgeoning damage to Aegon. <laughs> Man, well, after that, Aegon is going to use his reaction. What? Uh, to cast Hellish Rebuke on the forest boy. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I always forget how to do this. Okay, yeah, he makes a, a dexterity saving throw for me. Okay. That is going to be a six. <laughs> it has a minus one to dex. Yep, and that <laughs> fails. So it will take 2d10 fire damage. Uh, ooh, and I got a one, which I get to re-roll because he has Flames of Flagretha. Nice. And it got re-rolled into a 10. So that is Woo! 18 from dice, and he gets to add his constitu- or, or Charisma modifier from his level 6 ability, uh, oh Radiant Soul. So that will be a total of 22 fire damage. All right, <laughs> so you engulf this thing in flames, and... It might be because of its dirt construction, or it might be because it's made out of fresh living plant life that's full of water. It is resistant to fire damage. No! So it takes half of that. Cheated. Every time. This <laughs> always happens to me. Every time. Well, regardless, uh, Aegon's going to have flames from his attack wreathe around him. Okay. Well, speaking of attack, um, its second one comes around, and that is a 19 to hit. Oh, well, that hits me. And that is going to be another 17 points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, boy. Well, since it hit me with an attack, uh, and I had fire around (laughs) me, it'll take a d4 of fire damage. Okay. After I get that. There we go. Two. Look at that. Two. Okay, it goes down to one. Man, and because it hit you with both of its attacks, you are now grappled. What? He could do that? And it gets to immediately use its engulf ability on you. Oh crap! Oh boy. <laughs> Rip. So it Rip is going. Gun. So it is going to pull you into it, and it's gonna like it almost looks like a rib cage made out of plants. Or it's gonna open up and just. Snap up Aegon and pull him in. Oh crap, dude! Yeah, way to go, AJ. I, what, how is this on me? <laughs> you should have killed the guy that did the thing. I was no near, nowhere near well, him. Now you learned your lesson. <laughs> this is not on me. I refuse. All right, so we're on to Vez's turn. Okay, so Vez, Vez is gonna swing around the guy that she's uh, currently and combat with so as to not technically be out of his reach but put herself within 10 feet of the elemental and two of the ba- two of the elves uh, the one that's fighting Fio and uh, power up because that's I guess what I'm going to be calling that since that's what <laughs> I've called it for several episodes now uh, with all the arms so I need 
all of them to... Uh, oh, wow, yeah. And so that is the two elves nearest you and the forest elemental. Yeah, so oh, they all so need good. to make deck saves for me. All right. Including Aegon, right? Mm. <laughs> no, Aegon... Uh, it's, <laughs> it's only enemies anyway, so... He's okay. safe in his little... Uh, well, it actually doesn't say he is, so oh, no. <laughs> technically you guys will have to keep that in mind if you use AoE attacks. I think oh, okay. enough of him is visible that you know that you can hurt him with AoE stuff. Okay, so the elf nearest Theo, uh, what'd you say it was? It was a... Dex. 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 So the elf nearest Theo got a 15, the one nearest Juvaz got an 11, and the big elemental got a 9. Okay, so... Uh, only the one who got a 15 is the only one that's saved. Um, excuse me. Um, so the other two are going to take some damage. So, that's nice. Here we go. If I can remember which dice I'm supposed to be rolling, sorry. D12 for sure. Yeah, definitely a D12. (laughs) Oh my god. Ah! Oh no. Okay, I'm. T- I. I. That dice. Goodbye. Um, oh no. That was three are you damage. A bad, are you having a bad dice night tonight? Yeah, so I'm using a whole different set because this dice set is in dice jail now. <laughs> the whole set. She said it's whole- three damage. Yeah, three force damage to both of them. Okay. Nice. Luckily, the mound is not resistant to force damage. But it's about so as much. gives you a thumbs up. So you did about as much damage as Aegon did. I bet it, it is re- resistant to radiant damage, though. <laughs> so let's find out. You don't see any reason it would. <laughs> Just Anne. So now that she's got her arms out, she's going to do something about it. Um, she's trying to decide if it's best to attack that thing. Or the elves. Um, she'll just attack the elf that's closest to her. Try to get rid of as many people as possible so they can all just focus on the big nasty. And I get to do two because it attacked me recklessly. So that's a uh, 21 to hit. That will hit. Okay. Maybe this dice is also going to dice jail. Uh, that's four damage, which is minimum damage again oh, goodness, no. and I'm going to <laughs> use my next set of dice <laughs> to try to attack for the second going time going down the list yeah okay that is actually uh, a 22 to hit please do something yep that, that'll, that'll hit so let's see what that does I'm going to find a different set of dice entirely because apparently none of mine can cooperate. That is oh another four damage again. So we're just going to do minimum oh, no. damage. <laughs> oh, no. She's like... Rip Aegon. She's like slapping him. She, this, her being tired is really <laughs> affecting her ability to fight. That's what I'm going to call it on. She just like she patting him. She needed a nap. Aggressive yeah. pats. It looks really dramatic. There's just this explosion of arms as she adopts. Because you adopt your visage now, right? Um, I, I can. And she swings at the elf nearest her with just a volley of blows. But she's tired, so she actually sends up more explosions of dirt and stone than she does explosions of flesh. It looks cool, but they just kind of <laughs> like bad. There's just Whack. a circle of fist-sized <laughs> holes in a ring around the elf right now. Yeah, pretty much. 
And it wasn't her fist that made contact. It was actually just a clump of dirt that, like, she hit in the ground. And it just, like, <laughs> accidentally scraped his knee. So now his knee is kind of, like, vaguely achy. But it's oh, okay oh, other man. than that. <laughs> These new pants. All right. So now we'll move on to Aegon. Aegon, at the beginning of your turn, you need to give me a constitution saving throw as you feel yourself get constricted by this creature's oppressive form. Ah, uh, that... Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a six. Oh, oh no. no! That's not going to be enough. You don't have that much health, dude. Yeah. Luckily, I rolled minimum damage. That's going to hey, be is that six nice? bludgeoning damage to you. Ooh, it's not great. If only, we had a tank here. <laughs> I I Man. did it. I went up and I stopped. That'd be Ooh. nice, huh? I did my job. Wow. <laughs> So what's Aegon gonna do? Well, Aegon's in a bit of a pickle here. Um, <laughs> I'd say so. So he, he doesn't really have time to think about other things. So he's just gonna thunderstep out of there onto this onto a cliffside up near uh, behind the no, onto the cliffside up behind the uh, gunner. Okay. Oh, dope. Uh, so I probably should have put a marker on there. That is a ten foot cliff at its highest. Okay. That probably doesn't change anything, but... Yeah. So, all of the creatures within 10 feet of the space I'm leaving must make a constitution saving throw. That includes two it does. of us, sadly. It does. Cool, because technically you're measuring from the creature you're engulfed Oh, in. the center of the creature. Yes. Nice, nice. So, concedes. All right. So, the creature, the elemental, got a seven. Oh, okay. What did 2 get? You get a 15. Oh, uh, that fails. <laughs> ah, uh, so this is going to be 3d10 thunder damage. Oh, no. Dang, that's pretty strong. Uh, I rolled two tens on that, so that's 23 <laughs> thunder damage. Oh, my God, poor <laughs> duo. Boy. Okay. And Aegon pops like on up down. behind the, the uh, gunner on the cliffside. Yeah, there's just a rolling burst of thunder that just causes dirt and roots and everything just to fly from inside this creature and as it begins to like reform itself after that thunderous burst it turns its quote unquote eyes towards a now severely injured Tuo hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net.